Welcome to the Unbox Podcast, where we'll be talking about a variety of topics, including well-being, company culture, and a variety of complex problems we aim to solve as a company. In this episode, we'll be discussing Borout with Rosanna, who's our delivery manager, Vicky, who's our well-being person, and myself, Yakre, who works in marketing for Unboxed. We always love to hear your feedback, so please comment below and subscribe to keep up with our podcast, which will be coming out on a monthly basis. Without further ado, let's switch to Rosanna and hear what she has to say about Borout. I didn't actually realise it is actually a thing. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, the thing that sort of hit home to me. So, like, Borout is described as the you know, it's a similar effect on somebody in terms of burnout. So somebody feels they're overworked, they're stressed, they've got competing demands, there's too much to do. That's burnout and it leads to a lot of stress, uh, illnesses. Bore out is the opposite where people don't have enough to do. Yeah. They don't know what to do. They feel like, almost like a, a charlatan in their role sometimes um, because um, and they're not given particularly interesting work to do, or and so they sort of lose a bit of steam, and it can lead to the same effect of depression, purpose. Yeah. Um, things I've I've found out about it is that you know people actually feel quite have a, it's lead to more serious things like suicide or um, a really, a, a really oh, yeah. yeah, and a bad impact on like um, health. So things that as well as mental health, physical health. So. Like the the cardiac cardiovascular disease is reported to be much higher mm. in um, uh, employees that suffer from bore out. Yeah, so I think it's probably culturally not very acceptable, right, to mm. say that you're you're bored or you're under challenged or you've not got enough to do. Particularly in our kind of, in, I guess, our culture, our society, we overwork is the thing yeah <laughs> that's where you're valued if you're working really hard if you're seen to be kind of so burnout as one of those things everybody talks about and i don't know maybe there's this kind of weird badge of honor of like being burnt out because you've worked so hard so to actually say you're bored is like yeah there's a real stigma attached yeah. to that i think yeah. you, you shouldn't be saying that definitely yeah. so you're not going to speak up and say this is going on yeah to people yeah i think um especially like the younger generations that are coming up as well that are like slowly going from university to work and everything are privileged into or were privileged in joining workforces that are more aware of things like this mm-hmm. so there are things put into place <coughs> that allow us to maybe experience it less so than maybe the generations beforehand mm-hmm. and I think what's quite interesting is have you guys heard about the four day weekend that they're trialling in the UK I've heard about four day four day week, sorry, yeah, four day yeah, working yeah. week. So three day weekend. Yeah. Three day weekend. So I feel like, again, I don't know specifically if it's to do with Borat, but that could add a dynamic to it where it's a situation where okay, cool, you know, you have more time to rest, like mm-hmm. rest your brain, reset your brain, and get ready for that Monday, for example. But in some situations, the older generations, like say for example, my parents if they see the way I work and everything like that way it's a bit more relaxed and the way they used to work <laughs> they'll think I'm not working as hard so yeah. they'll be like what are you doing yeah, kind yeah. of thing like mm. are you not working per se but I think companies now maybe unknowingly have tried their best into making things a bit more flexible for their employees yeah. um, 
and another example is I explained this last week was how I felt like there was a stage and the jobs and the tasks that I do that I was a bit bored mm. and I was able to explain that to for example my colleague mm. but not everybody's in that same position to explain that they're yeah. bored yeah. Well, so, yeah. yeah it's interesting you say that because one of the coping mechanisms of bore out is people end up doing what is termed as busy work so they yeah. they almost like feel like I can't get found out that I'm bored or I have to I'm scared of losing my job if I raise it so I have to look like I'm busy or they'll stretch out tasks for a number of days that could be done in one day just because they're so bored and even at their desk I think I read somewhere people when they're eating their lunch they just want to look like they're busy so they'll have loads of papers all over the yeah. desk and yeah. really speaking they're, they're yeah. checking emails or phone calls with people but um, that's a coping me mechanism because they just feel like oh, I have to look like I'm busy mm -hmm. or look like I'm doing something because it's not socially acceptable in their environment not to look like that yeah. and um, I think lots of companies like I know like where we are there isn't that expectation but other places and it might have changed now because of uh, what's happened with the pandemic and everything but I think it still affects people in the home um, which is probably another aspect to this but um, like in terms of when people are in the office and they're in a culture where you have to look like you are almost burning yourself out mm -hmm. somebody who doesn't have enough to do isn't challenged um, you know they just they're just kind of like hanging on by a thread really they sort of it is following that uh, term of like being bored to death mm. you're literally bored to death. you know it's it's not satisfying it's actually soul destroying yeah. <laughs> um it makes someone feel like they're of no value or purpose um i think it's quite damaging yeah really damaging you don't i think one of those things and one thing we've been talking a lot about this in sort of project work as well as like having meaningful things to do. Yeah. So if you feel you have like a purpose, or like if you're starting a project, what's the purpose, what's the outcome, and why are we doing this thing, then it's much more meaningful to do, and you're more motivated, right, to, to do the work, because you kind of get what the purpose or the vision is. And if you don't kind of understand why you're doing stuff or, or, or the value of it, then it's it's kind of quite demotivating. Yeah. Very similar. Yeah. I think another thing, have you heard the term presenteeism? That's quite no. a thing in terms of, of um, well-being is people coming to work and being present so we're all sat at our desks we're all doing things but you're not actually doing, doing or particularly engaged yeah. so you're so you've got your bum on your seat you're yeah. it's the same thing probably yeah. Yeah. but you're, yeah. you're present but you're not really present you're not yeah. really engaged I mean I don't think it's realistic to think that everyone's going to be 100% engaged all the time yeah. in their role and because I, I was thinking about this when I thought about have I ever experience bore out like, so the, I can't think of a particular job I've had in the past where the whole thing's been like just mm. mind-numbingly boring maybe a couple I won't mention <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but I think probably within realistically within most jobs or roles there's always going to be an element of things that aren't particularly challenging yeah. but I think like we were saying last time is maybe a little element of boredom quite good sometimes yeah a sort of sweet spot of boredom just to kind of make give you space to think and push you on rather than I just don't know it's not realistic to be like every day I'm fully engaged and yeah because I think it also comes to the, the personality type as well because if you're quite an extrovert person then that's fine you're looking for the next new thing this yeah. you know um, 
somebody who's quite introverted, sometimes they need that downtime to do what would be termed as the boring tasks, to regroup and then get ready for when it's the excitable things. Um, So you need that sort of mix and match. But I think it just comes down to just understanding who's in your workforce and seeing whether work has been distributed fairly. People know um, where they, they're able to contribute. Mm-hmm. Um, so some people may even enjoy things that other people might term as boring, might actually think this is quite interesting, you know, really it's a good detailed problem I want to solve. But it's finding that in people and finding the best in people. And yeah. I, I think in my role, in particular as a delivery manager, I really have to, like, kind of really get an understanding of people who is in the team mm. to get them to work together yeah. and make sure everybody is included. Because yeah. I think a lot of this comes around to inclusivity as well. Mm. And it's quite easy for someone who is suffering bore out, quiet. They never really talk about it. They're sort of sitting in their bubble. And people, to, it, culturally, they may have been put in that position and forgotten about or just left to the side anyway. And it's really important. So when I look at people in teams and things, I, I make the effort to sort of say, are you, you know, how are you doing? Are you finding this okay? And you know, what can we do to make it a bit more mm. interesting? Or do you have any ideas? Or... Yeah. Um, because they may well do it, but you know, you don't want to get them to that point where they get so, um, you like kind of basically disinterested, yeah, disinterested, numb, num- <laughs> num- numb by it, yeah. actually, numbness, where it's like I haven't even got the will in myself yeah. to do that anymore, and that's actually quite sad when you think about it because you know, when you, when you go to work, um, you spend most of your day there so you want to be in a place where you feel like you can be yourself you can bring your best self um and it's natural and you're not just you know going through the motions or you're on autopilot Mm -hmm. or anything like that the same as well as outside of your life as well and because i can think i think it could probably affect you outside as well you could be quite bored where you think i go home i do this and i just do this every day and things like that and I, i think it's it's more about people being aware of it and just actually addressing it and yeah. talking about it. Yeah, actually, just talking about it. I was just thinking as you were talking, like, because I tend, I when I think about it, I, I kind of think about it in terms of office work specifically. <laughs> I kind of wonder whether farmers or yeah. <laughs> or people working with their, you know, physical jobs, whether they experience the same thing, and maybe they do. I don't know. Yeah. But like, even the years I've spent at home bringing up my kids, you know, it's not very cool to say it, but you. A lot of it's quite boring, mm. and sort of you sort of think where the value is of that of what you're doing, which yeah. sounds silly, but it, you do. There are elements of it that are really dull, but I do think that I think kind of what you're talking about, the effects it has on people, is really interesting because you imagine sort of the imposter syndrome, like feeling like you're a bit of a fraud the whole time, yeah. having to look busy. It's really exhausting, just really damaging to your self-esteem, to your kind of your purpose, your value. Um, it's not a good place to be, and that kind of, I guess it's about the culture of the place you work as well, isn't it? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like, if you're working, if you're, if you're at home experiencing them, that, who can you talk to outside, right? Talk to friends, talk to people, join groups, or make those connections with people to kind of find the things that you do want to do. Yeah. And if you're at work, are you in an environment where you can say to somebody, 
this isn't really very fulfilling. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. struggling. What else yeah. can I do? Is there something else I can get involved in? But it, I guess it's having the courage or feeling like you're safe enough to say if you're experiencing that. Yeah, because yeah, I, I, I go back to an example, um, like I can think of in, in one place I worked. And, um, you know, I hadn't been in the organisation that long. And I joined remotely because it was during the pandemic. And um, when I joined, I joined at a funny time anyway. So it was like Christmas time and most people weren't around. And I, I actually asked them before I joined, is it worth me starting or starting in the new year? Because people are away for the holiday season and we're remote. And they were like, no, 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 we need you to come in straight away and start. And I, I think I started with bore out because I got it, <laughs> and I was like, okay, there's no sort of clear onboarding, yeah. there's no clear direction of what my role was. Mm. It was very a sort of like, oh, make of it what you will. But then they did want something from me to do something, and it just it felt so um, uh, depressing because I was thinking I've started a new job and I don't want to feel like this. Mm. When I, mm. so from the beginning it was like this, and when I was. Um, uh, when nobody was around or anything, I was like, I have to try and fill my time yeah. because I'm not taking, I don't have any leave and I, I, I can't take any during December. So what can I do? And the only thing I could do is <laughs> like scan the internet just to find out about the organization, no. which, you know, nobody really gave me any guidance or tips or what it is. I think even at one point... <laughs> I was on my kitchen table and I fell asleep. <laughs> I was trying to prove what, 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 what does this organisation do? Um, because it's like these really meaty, big corporate reports. And, um, and I just, you know, it just, that set a really bad tone. So throughout the, the uh, time I was there, I never had a clear definition of my, what my role is. I never felt like I had any responsibility yeah. over anything. I did raise it with my boss at the time, and I said, "Look, you know, I don't, I'm really unclear. I'm really mm. struggling. You know, what, what is this? What 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 are you expecting?" And you know, and it was just sort of very sort of dismissive the response, where it's like, "Well, you should know," and it's like, well, "I don't, I don't know," you know, yeah. kind of thing. So, um, and naturally, uh, I think with people with bore out, either they stay there and they're miserable, and it really has damaging effects on them, yeah. or in my circumstance, I was like, well, this is not for me. And you, you know, so it's damaging to employers as well because you lose people. You lose people, yeah. Yeah. you know. Thank you for listening to the Unbox podcast. Don't forget to comment and subscribe so you don't miss out on any new episodes that we put out in the future.